Welcome to the Productivity Mastery Podcast, presented to you by myself, Stoyan Yankov, Productivity and Performance Coach, Keynote and TEDx Speaker, and co-author of the Perform Methodology, and the book, Perform, The Unsexy Truth About Startup Success. Join me on a journey to discover what some of the world's leading professionals do to be more productive, create peak performing teams, and build successful global companies. New episodes weekly. And now, enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Productivity Mastery, the podcast that's bringing you super interesting people from all across the world. And we talk about entrepreneurship, productivity, leadership, and everything else in between in a very casual and informal way. And today I have a chance to talk to somebody that uh, I happened to spend quite some time last week. It wasn't planned, but it was meant to be, I guess. Uh, my guest is an absolute guru in the world of startups and acceleration. He's been running acceleration programs in over, I think, 20 acceleration programs, 30, 40 countries. He'll tell us the, the exact fact and numbers. But uh, he's a super smart guy. He's an OBS guy. Don't expect political correctness from our conversation. Uh, so I'm very happy to welcome my friend, Tal Katran. Good morning. How are you? Hello. Boker Tov, we say in Hebrew. Boker Tov. Good morning. Glad to be here, Stoyan. Been waiting for this podcast, been following you around. You are a hard man to follow. You're like all over the place and you're moving very fast. So I'm like um, running after you right now. So I'm glad to be here. It's such a, such an honor to to hear this from somebody like you, who's also very hard to track. Um, I don't even know where you are at the moment, uh, but uh, <laughs> but it's been, let's give credit first of all to the Slovakia Tech Conference that uh, invited us to both be speakers and uh, making sure that uh, we can get to know and connect with uh, with other speakers. So hey, Laura and team, well done, guys. So let's get this out of the way. Mm -hmm. So let's uh, let's start with that. I mean, today we, we set up a title, right? What the F, who the F needs a community? Doesn't mm -hmm. mean we're only going to talk about this topic, obviously. But uh, just to get the conversation going and for people to get an understand a little bit about who you are, could you tell me the story you shared with me last week about uh, the conference that you had to do in Lithuania and the way you approach your speech hmm. yeah so uh, again i'm glad to be here and as you said no bs um ah, come on there will be a lot of bs here but we want to keep it light and flowing we want to interest our audience to um, talk about this podcast um to listen to it while they're doing something else um and and actually learn from it get some inspiration some motivation because you know we're going to talk a lot about people say community community of what okay so we're in the startup world we are in the um, tech innovation and uh, you know startups do just one thing day in day out which is survival mode and the only thing they get to it is motivation by the way their own motivation um we, we are not different it doesn't really mean that only if you're a startup you're in survival mode or only if you're a startup the one thing that will push you in the morning would be your own motivation to do something. It's like that for 8 billion people in the world. Right? 
kind of about. Um, so my story, or as I always say, startups before anything else, it's, it's about people. That's people's business here. People are the one inventing, creating, ideation, thinking about, you know, taking the risk. Not a machine is taking a risk. The person is taking a risk, okay? So it's all about people. In people invest in people. People use what people, uh, other people manufacture, develop, okay? So it's people's uh, thing. And what I like to do is really tap into that and connect into that. And uh, I find myself, well, the most stimulating word for me is inspiration. I never stop to think about it. You know, I don't go to the dictionary and look up inspiration. For me, it's a feeling. People ask me, how do you go through the day? You talk, you talk, you meet, you talk. It's like, what do you have a secret generator inside you? And the answer is yes. I recharge on stage. I recharge communicating with people. People in general are like a, a battery, like you see in the metrics, right? Like in the movie, people are batteries. They generate energy. What I think they don't do is actually use it. So there are billions walking the earth, just generating energy, doing nothing about it. You know, we all see when you look at TikTok and you see all those um, uh, fitness trainers, they all explain to you that, come on, you know, your body burns energy, 2000 calories without doing anything. Yes, we are generating energy. My thing is to be able to kind of see the, the plug, you know, the plug in and take this energy and turn it into something. So the story goes, well, you ask about Lithuania. Um, I actually go to a conference and I never carry with me a presentation. Never, never did, never will. I have a one slide, my contact details that you will share with everyone later. And, you know, amazingly, I always show my mobile. And people ask me, you seriously showing your private mobile to everyone? And the answer is yes. And they say, what, are you not swamped with calls? And the answer is no, no one calls me. So either I'm that, that bad and I'm thinking that I'm, or people just, and this is a point that we will touch. People think they know what I am. People think I'm busy. They don't bother to ask, can you have a minute for me? Entrepreneurs are very different on that part. You know, entrepreneurs just ask because, again, the only way for them to move forward is to take decision. The only way for them to move forward is to get help. So I was sitting in the audience in a very big, prestigious um, conference in Lithuania, and my turn to speak was coming, and I was looking at all the speakers. My God, what presentations. I was like, ah. <gasps> I want, I want like that. No, I want like that. And they're almost like dressed up. And I'm like with my freaking jeans on the way. It was a stop I did in Lithuania before continuing on. So I came actually to do my presentation right after it. I was on the taxi to the airport, continuing to the next mission. And I was just, as I always say, I'm always looking for this first line that will kind of break the ice or connect me to the audience. And what I like to do before, before my turn on stage it's really to shush myself. I need like two, three minutes and I just look around. I kind of observe the room. I see who is stuck with his mobile, which, so why did you come here to, you can do that everywhere. Who is to chatting a, with the- To make a picture, to make a picture and make a story and uh, post it in Instagram. By the way, there's this, this big trend. People go to events and concerts and other places 
so they can make a picture and post it. But this is a different side thing we can we can talk about. Yeah, they make a selfie. Or this is one comedian says they take a lonely. It's not a selfie. It's a lonely. Come it's on, you lonely. cannot find you cannot find the person in the room who will take your photo. Are you? I, I mean, where's your social skills? And, you know, I see people sitting next to their friends. I mean, yes, of course. Why did you come to the conference? Oh, I came to mingle. I came to meet new people. So why are you talking with your friend? The one that you see day in, day out, 24, I don't know, 18 hours. Why? No, people sometimes just don't act out of anything that makes sense, okay? So I was sitting there and saying to myself, wow, I, I need this line. And I decided to do an experiment because just before me, they cut for a break and they said right after the break, Tal will go on stage That's and the do worst. his speech. That's the worst. Like for those of you who are speakers, you know what we're talking about. The worst is the MC saying, let's have a break and then the next speaker will come. Means half of the people leave. Right? Exactly. That's the worst. It means half of the people go or some of them just stay outside. It's a nightmare. Yes. This is what you don't want to hear. Event um, producers, please don't do that to the speakers. Exactly. Listen, when, I, when I'm moderating or I'm seeing, there are no breaks. You want to go to do PP? Go. I don't need to break the entire event. You break for lunch and you know that right after lunch, oh my God, it's you and yourself. It's a wilderness. So anyways, I said I will do an experiment. I will go outside and I will cross the room where everyone is eating and I will come back and... I have a sense no one will approach me. No one will even say hi. And this is what I did. I went downstairs. The whole event was 800 people. So I would say about, I don't know, 500 minimum were gobbling something, eating. So I crossed the room to the toilet, went into the toilets, came out, went the same way back. I saw someone actually approaching me and I said, please, please don't talk to me. And they... Move on past me. I went to the room and I said, that's it. I have my opening speech. And I was called to the stage. Everyone came back. Full room. Full room. I go on stage. And then I asked the, the audience to stand. To stand up. No one moves. Please stand up. No one moves. Then I said, guys, this is not a stand up. This is me asking you, please stand up. Now, people were looking, one another, did he just say stand? What's going on? But I was very assertive. You know, being an officer in the Israeli Navy, you, assertiveness is something that you have built in. People stood up. And I was looking at everyone, and I was asking, do you know why you're standing up? Let me tell you. This is the last time that I come to Lithuania. You all see me, and none of you can approach me and say, Hi, Tal. How are you? Welcome. A simple welcome would be nice. This will not happen again. Then, as the story goes, three months after, I was interviewed by a, a Romanian journalist. And she named the article where the Titanic and the iceberg met after listening to my story about Lithuanian. Well, Lithuanians, they are really tough, okay? They are big iceberg, introverted, reserved, which is kind of common in Eastern Europe in general, not just Lithuanian. If you are entering our domain of startup world, you need help constantly. If you are not smiling, 
if you are not embracing, okay, you're going nowhere. No one will help a bulldog face angry all the time. People like to be appreciated. People like to see smile and warmth. Get this into your system. The first thing that you need to learn that you are in a business of people to people. Is it peer to peer? People to people. That's your business. And when the sooner you understand this, the sooner you put a big smile on your face, relax, be attentive, relax, touch, hug, kiss. Well, I don't know if you actually can do that without calling it harassment. Do it kind of in a normal way, but do it and do it often. That was, I think for many, you know how I know, first of all, I thought no one is going to invite me anymore to Lithuania. Well, actually, it only picked up speed and I was um, invited more. And ask me if this is inspiration. I don't know. That's, I don't know, people's skill. That's day-to-day -day skills. And I think that what we would like to do, you and I here, because you share the same enthusiasm like me, of sharing, of giving, of smiling, I think you can tell the audience the one thing that strikes me about you is that no matter what is the situation, the scene around you, you will always, as we call it, push up. You will always push the person in front of you higher with a good word in a way that it doesn't sound like you just, you know, dropped it out of your mouth. You actually invest your time in telling the person over and over in one minute how amazing he is or she is, okay? And that is a virtue. This is a plus. Honestly, I don't do it enough. And I told you in the conference in Slovakia, if I'm taking something from you, by the way, I used it yesterday in three I Zooms that. I did, I and I used it this morning. Ah, okay, so I used it this morning in WhatsApp. Listen, I think you would agree with me that converting this speaking into a, a WhatsApp texting message is challenging because you don't get to talk. You just get to write something. And you know what? I'm bingo. I sent three out of three. And the message was very simple. Good morning. I, I woke up this morning thinking we need to do something. How about we do virtual coffee on Friday? Three out of three, bingo. Let's meet on Friday. Man, thanks so much for acknowledging this. First of all, we have, both of us have different style, I would say. We kind of come from the same place, but, but uh, you know, maybe you're a little bit more coming to the face of people, right? Like just, just being a little bit more aggressive and arrogant, I would say. But, but this arrogance is, is totally covering the care that's under it because you, you want people to win. You want people to win and and you tell people what they need to hear in the face i i do it but in a little bit of a different way like a little bit more more coming from in you know uplifting kind of side as you said but to your point people are not seen people are not seen we don't tell each other that the good things that we appreciate enough you know it's it's simple you can always find something in someone you see the homeless person on the street. You can find something good about them. Why not tell it? You know, as you said, why not send a message to somebody and 
audio message to a friend. Hey, uh, Razvan, our good friend Razvan. You know, yesterday I sent him a message, man, because he's always been so supportive. Razvan, if you're listening, brother, we love you. Um, you know, just yesterday I grabbed my phone. I, I was thinking of him, and I was like, dude, just want to tell you, you're fucking amazing, man. Just, just love your like as a friend. You're just, you're just awesome, man. Thank you so much for for being you and keep it up, brother. If you ever need a help, help me. You know, call me. That 20 I, seconds, man. 20 seconds. I, I I connect to what you're saying. And I know that maybe people right now actually turned on listening to this part and saying, what the hell are they talking about? Come on, it's kind of basic. Let me tell you, it's not basic. Being aware of yourself is not basic. Being aware of yourself 24-7 is not basic. Putting standing to the moment be there at the money time people just don't do it why it requires energy it requires stamina what do you think you we, you and i we don't get bad days of course we get bad days of course there are days that people look at me and say better better watch out better stay stay distant it's not my day today and by the way if i strike out three times, then I, I'm closing everything. I'm, I stop communicating. That's it. It's not a good day. Not communicating with the world, doing what I'm doing. I don't pick up a phone and start talking. I get myself ready for the moment, especially if I'm looking to talk to someone who has some influence on my future, on my destiny, someone which I need. I need to think it over, but not too much. But the thing is that people are sometimes or not thinking, not considering, not in their zone in the moment, or overdo it, and they get stuck. Don't. Don't. Keep on moving. The one thing that you don't do is stop. You take a moment. You don't stop. Meaning, you're still moving forward, but slowly. And I know that. I know that from running. When you run, if you do Ironman or you run a marathon, come on, after a few kilometers, there is the discussion between the brain and the legs. And the brain tells the legs, what the hell are we doing? What's the price? Is there a million euro at the end? Are, you, are we going to be super famous about what? What is there to win? And little by little from running, you run, but slower. Then you walk faster. Then you walk slower. Then you stop. Once you stopped, that's it. You don't stop. So to the point of what we're saying right now, it's about you, but it's also about the people around you. An actor in a theater doesn't end the play and go, I did a great job today. He listens to his audience and there's a lot of clapping. He knows he did well today. He earned his salary. So yes, it's on the one side about the reaction, the response coming from people. But you need to work on yourself. One of the most asked questions I hear, how do I break the ice? Not on stage. Okay, I'm off stage. I'm now in the mingling stage where I walk between people and I'm looking for my 1 million euro check with my name on it. Who holds it? The problem is we never know. We still don't have this AI that would put a sign on top of our heads. Hey, I'm here. Come to me. So I need to go around and shake people's hand and ask, do you have my 1 million euro check? <laughs> and 
but you need to you know all those people who want want to win the lottery but never send the form don't be like that don't be like that those who want but don't do nothing about it be an activist and the and the way that you're doing it and i want the audience to take an example when you go to someone and you say a good word no one will turn away what you will see that if the person is actually talking to someone and you're waiting your turn and he takes a short break, looks at you, and the one thing that you're telling him is, listen, you were just on stage. I was inspired. Wow, you really touched me. What do you think will happen? I will tell you. In two seconds, he tells this person, go away. I'm done with you. Come, talk to me. What did you like? And this is another thing that, that you do so often. You never stop at someone telling you, wow, I, I liked what you said. Immediately it goes, what did you like? Tell me, what did you like? This instigates a discussion because in most cases, the reaction you see from people, you tell them, hey, I liked your speech. They go, thank you. And <laughs> there is no follow-up. Change this. Change it from when you're saying, I liked your speech and say what? Or when someone approaches you, and says to you, you did a great presentation. Show interest. Ask, what did you like? Why? Because you would like to do more of what they like because it works for you. You don't need to think what they like. Just ask. And the one thing I've learned from people is that I, I almost never received the, I don't know, I just liked it that's childish okay people usually don't act like that they expect you to ask they expect to share with you you just need to open the door and if we can give something to the audience listening today it's about not just opening the door is keeping the door open plus and this is the big value reaching out and grabbing you know how many managers in my life I heard say, hey, my door is always open. You can come in, you can reach out. You know how many people go to their room? Zero. Zero. It's not about keeping the door open. It's about reaching out and grabbing whomever you want and get them into the room. And this is what I mean in getting into the zone. It's an action. It's an action-based everything you will hear here today is about taking action by the way you know we say not taking a decision is a decision i don't like this this is too smart for me either you do or you don't do the not doing for me eh, at times you can accept it but what we want to push the audience here to today to realize more it's up to you it doesn't require super skills. You don't need to be a Wonder Woman or a Superman. Be yourself, get, be an activist, try it. It's addictive, really. You would like to do more and more and more, but you need to try. The only time that you would like more of something starts with tasting for the first time, with doing for the first time. Not just looking and saying, wow, he's doing it very well. Ah, probably I will not be as good. How do you know? How do you know?
how do you know? We know only when we experience. We know only when we try. And by the way, most of us, you know, I mean, you and I, okay, we train, right? I mean, I train. I see by my body mass grows. But I still remember that maybe I didn't do arm wrestling well. I have an idea that now I'm supposed to do it better because I'm strong, but I just don't try it. And it's about trying and using what you have. It's about gaining skills. It's about getting better. It's about practice, but it starts with an action. Intentions will all do respect. Don't count. <clears throat> it's about action. It's about deliverables, which we in startup world like so much to speak about deliverables start delivering but, but but that's the thing right when when you the startup mindset is about i need to be okay to be bad at something for a period of time while i'm trying and testing and and things are not working and i'm getting better and better and better one percent and two percent and seven percent and eventually at some point i'm going to be good if i have the potential and the talent Uh, and the same thing is with networking and building meaningful connections. I mean, so many people, you go to a startup tech conference, what happens, Tal? And you've been to, I don't know how many countries, maybe 40, 50. I, I have no idea. I can't count the countries I've been on, speaking on already. But, but it's like the same thing. It doesn't matter the culture. You go and 50% of people at this startup conference, is, the moment you say hello, they'll start pitching you for five minutes. Hi, mm -hmm. I'm Stoyan. Hi, my name is this. I have this startup. It's a bit to be, and we have this product. Like, dude, I just said hello. Who are you? Like, what? Like, I'm, I'm not listening. I'm already off. That's not. That's how. You know, people need to learn to to build connections. I, I think when you go to a conference and you said it really well, have an intention. What do you want to happen? Do you wanna? It's like you go to you go to a bar and you see this uh, beautiful looking person and. And then you go and say, hi, uh, what's your name? Maria. Hi, Maria. I just saw you from over there. And I just uh, thought it would be great if I get married to you because we'll have a great family. And uh, how about we get married? But you don't do that, right? Because it's silly. It's, I mean, it, but, but that's what people do. The same thing. It's like, hey, wait for stuff to happen. <laughs> you, you can't just go there. You, you, you have to, you know, just be human. Just chat a little bit ask them some questions, genuinely care for them. You know, that's the, that's the hat you have to put on, curiosity hat. The, the reason you and me have so many connections all around the world is because we don't go and start pitching them from the door. It's because we go and you, you start a normal human conversation and you say, Come on. So what do you do? You, Where do you want? You, and, you, I, you and I, we don't have one to pitch. Come on. You don't go with a startup. It's not fair. But of course, you, you, you're very right. You're very right for the fact that, yes, when you approach, when you are in a startup event, then it's kind of expected that the startup you will talk to will immediately spit a presentation on you. They don't even care if you listen. For them, it's a V. I met 20 people. But you need one. Where is your one? So when you spray and pray, That's a one way to go about it. But when you come to a conference and you have a target, there is a reason why you're there. You can be 
15 minutes in the conference and it will be amazing. You could be an hour. You can just come for the lunch. But you need to know why. Why am I here? Why did I come here? And most people, you ask them, why are you here? Silly answers. I wanted to mingle, to meet new people. Why are you talking to a friend? I wanted to eat, but immediately when you go to eat, there is a big line and you find yourself doing what? Talking again. So you're talking. To whom? To a friend again. Why are you here? Any questions? No one raised a hand. Why are you here? You just been given an opportunity to stand up and instead of looking to the stage, turn to the audience and say, hello, my name is Tal. I'm so-and-so and I'm looking for help on so-and-so or maybe I have a startup. Or I just wanted to say there are 200 people right now and I need to do a market survey. I see different age, different sex, different social uh, uh, economical uh, status. Great. I want to ask a question. I am doing so-and-so. Would you resonate? Would you, do you agree with my statement? Do you care for what I do? Use your time. And people just don't do it. Why? Not because they don't think about it. I would say many don't even think about it. They don't dare. They think about it. And their problem is not with the fact that someone will throw them out of the conference. It's what will people think. And when you are stuck on pleasing people, when you are stuck about what people will say about me, then why are you here? This is about you understanding who you are. This is about you realizing your opportunity, your capabilities. It's not about what people think. It's about what you think. Because when you think that you have value, when you believe you have something to give, when you believe you are good, then it radiates out of you. People sense it. We are people. You don't need to be super smart to look at someone eye, someone's eyes and understand, is it interested or not interested? You don't need to go, oh. no, you just look at the eyes and you know if the person is with you or not. Don't you get to talk to people and sometimes you stop and say, hey, you're not here. How do you know? You look, you see, use it. You have basic human skills. We all have it. It's genetic. This, this is, by the way, what I'm talking about. You, you, you said it really well. You radiate this energy. Like the, the initial thing that I was talking about, you radiate, I'm needy, I'm chasing, you know, as opposed to you have this confidence, you're the one that approaches people. I mean, when I go to a conference, to a networking event, or we are put into some nice speaker lounge and speakers, right? I want to talk to people. My goal, my purpose, and everybody has different purpose. My purpose is I want to get to know interesting people and eventually some of them will become my my connections will become friends, will become partners, business partners, like, you know, so that's my purpose. And for those people who think that people like me and Tal, every conversation is going to be super interesting. That's not the case. You know, you could talk to somebody totally, totally don't hit it. Like you talk to them for a minute, you see, there's no, you just move on. You know, people will reject you. Who cares? You know, you got talk to many people and, and the more you talk to people, the more you get into this kind of a vibe of you're at ease, you know, humor helps a lot, you know, joking around. I, I don't think people are so serious sometimes. They go to a business event, they, they think that they have to be serious all the time. But when you start joking around, 
I mean, you joke around with billionaires, with unicorn founders, and and they, you know, they get to know you. You know, crack a joke, say something. Another thing is commonalities. You know, they say, "Hey, uh, yeah, I'm from uh, whatever Poland." Oh, Poland! I've been in Poland doing this and that. Oh, really? That, that, that. So you start talking about Poland now, right? So, so find the commonality and and always seek how can I help this person? Like, how can I help first? Okay, okay. He's in Poland. He's seeking for funding. You know what? I know this investor who has a great network there. Would it make sense if I introduce you guys? Might be a good uh, match in between you. Send me an email. I'll be happy to make an intro. Oh, thank you so much, man. What do you do? Now they want to give back, right? You don't have to be pitching, but but you can say, well, you know, I'm a speaker. Like most of the stuff we do, I don't know, Tao, I don't know how, how things are for you, but for me, majority of the stuff is coming from referrals, right? An event producer is really happy with what you do. They know other people and they refer you and recommend you to another conference, to another organization. So... You got to be the, I was listening to a video with, uh, you know, this guy, Alex Cormozzi, this marketing guy that's, uh, he, he had the video and really resonated with me. He, he said, whenever you go, if you want to build meaningful connections, you want to be the MVP in every room that you're in, right? Like you want to be the most valuable person. And that means you're seeking for opportunities to to create value. That would mean... Maybe you ask uh, questions and ask somebody. If somebody's feeling down, you maybe lift them up a little bit. If somebody uh, is looking for fundraising and they're a cool person, maybe you introduce them to an investor. Uh, you connect people. You you crack a joke. Like you you get the energy up, right? But put a hat on being the MVP. You know, my goal is to be the MVP of this event. At the end of the event, people will be like, "Wow, this this Tao guy. He was he was such a cool guy, man." He offered me advice. He introduced me to these people. Oh, yeah, the Tao guy, man. Yeah, the guy from Israel. I learned so much from him. He was so approachable. Speakers listening, by the way. So many of you, you do your speech and then you leave. Or you, you lock yourself in the VIP speaker lounge and don't get out of that. Well, your job is not to be a speaker and to deliver a presentation is part of it. It has to be very well st structured, crafted in, in power. But, but your job is to to contribute with your presence, right? Go and talk to people. Say some good things about the event. Connect people. Answer their questions. They probably watch your presentation, want to talk to you, want to get a personal advice. Give your time, you know? How do how do I become the MVP? I think, I think that's the question. I would say people about now saying, listen, those guys talk for half hour. The idea was community. They haven't said a word about community. I think that's the right point. What you're saying is that, well, the hundred will always win against the one. And that's kind of the basic idea about community. When you share, when you community, when you communicate, then things become in a way somewhat easier. When you act as a herd, as a flock, things are getting more mm, easy to do. But for this, you need to become a community. For this, you need to talk. You know, people come together only when you call them while they have every opportunity at every given minute to come together. They just don't. 
because basically people are lazy. It doesn't mean that you and I are not lazy. All people are lazy. It doesn't mean that you and I don't miss out. Of course we miss out. And as we said, we know to identify those days where it's better to stay in our cave than to go out. But if happens, it happens that on the same day that I feel like that, there is a conference and I need to be there. So the community, it's like when you, I don't know, go to gym or I don't know, do uh, stop smoking or go on a, of course, it's easier when you have someone to do it with you. Because on the days that you're on the floor, he or she will pick you up and you will do the same for them. That's the simplest description of a community. Now, these communities are formed by people. You don't wake up to a community. You make a community. And today, in this global village that we live in, today where the first thing you do in the morning before brushing your teeth is to look on Instagram and to see who liked you this morning, that's what counts, right? Think about it. It's not what you think about, it's what the people think about you all the time. And this is getting worse and worse. The fact that we are motivated to please others by giving us a like, and the fact that we respond only, come on, don't tell me that you don't expect when you like my post that I would like your post. And don't tell me that if you saw me liking your post, you will not then like my post. Of course you will. That's the beginning of a community. This is how it is. This is how we are, in a way, kind of, I don't know, nurtured, socialized right now. So I don't, I don't say let's stop it. But I'm saying let's take an advantage of it. Hmm. Let's connect. And this community is super essential in more mature, I would say, communities, where it's absolutely okay that I will go to, a, uh, as a startup, to a meeting with an investor, and you know what? It didn't go well for me. I can tell you, in most cases in my country, we have many WhatsApp groups. <clears throat> Entrepreneurs this, investors that, accelerator managers that. I don't know, hundreds of them. You will see people go on this app, and right in the group, listen, everyone, I had a meeting with so-and-so, didn't go well for me. But the one thing I learned is what, it's, what is interesting for him or for her. Use it, go and meet. Or that's the number. You know, we have something called angel list. It's an open Excel uh, spreadsheet. You can write now on Google, angel list Israel, and you will find a list of our investors. Open on internet. Who has such a thing? Where was the last time you actually heard or read a startup sharing a failure of meeting, a, but then also giving it as an opportunity for others, go and meet? D did you encounter such things? I can tell you, I, I, I encountered that only in my country, where people are just, I don't know, in socializing differently. This keeping the cards to your chest and not sharing will mean that you will become niche and obsolete. People will not communicate with you. But when this is done on a community level, then there is no community. Okay, there is no brotherhood. 
let's talk about that. A lot of the listeners of the podcast are coming from Central Eastern Europe. Now, I lived in Denmark in the Nordics, right, for 10 years. The way they look at community and, and trust is very different than what's happening in Eastern and Central Europe. Now, you've been, you've been building communities literally in, in more than 25 countries, creating these communities. You're from Israel. I visited your country last year. And I got to say, actually, you, you, you set me up with some people, which was really cool. I didn't know you. I just like, who's from here? You were like, call me on the WhatsApp and let's like, even this, right? I don't know you. But but you call me, we, you spend like 20, 30 minutes and you're like, talk to this person. Let uh, Talk to this person. Tell them I send you, right? So so And then I started talking to people because I want to talk to people. I re When I go to a country, I'm like, who should I talk to? Who are the interesting people? You know, and then mm -hmm. I start setting up coffee meetings and lunches and, <laughs> and I came to Israel and it's like, everybody's so friendly and welcoming. Everybody is like so curious. They'll spend a lot of time just to ask me, where do you come from? And I was even guilty at some point. They guilted me because I'm trying to shift the conversation so I can learn about them. But they'll be like, no, no, that's fine. But but tell me more about uh, what do you do? What are you excited about? And it was it was this kind of feeling. So, so my question is, what, what can we learn from Israel about building communities? I think that first of all, I want to say to people, that aside, you know, from hearing that Israel is startup nation, and I want really people to listen to, I talk about it a lot in my lectures, and I invite people to visit my YouTube channel and, and hear it, that for us being a startup nation is not just about the number of startups per capita, like, like they say. It's kind of a culture thing, is that when we started, Israel, well, in 1898, uh, Theodor Herzl, the father of the nation, stood in Basel on a balcony and said the Jewish people need to have their own state. He went to sleep, he woke up the next day, nothing happened. A week, a month, a year, a 10 year, a 20, a 50 years later came David Ben-Gurion, who actually established Israel very much like a startup. You have a CEO, he's a dreamer, I can fly. But without the CTO that makes the technology, it remains an idea, a dream, not realized. So you need two, a one and a one. This is why we are startup nation. And to the point is the fact that we are small in numbers, surrounded by people that would prefer us not to be here. Okay, this is changing little by little. It will change at the end. I believe I believe it so. But we, as a small nation, realized at a very early stage that we can count only on ourselves. And counting on, only on ourselves came from the reason that when we asked the nations around us to help us, they refused for whatever reason. So we started to develop for our own. Not thinking that the world will need, uh, uh, I don't know, ways, mobili, irrigation, desalination, internet, schminternet. Who, who, we, we thought that we would need it for our survival and we developed it. It created immediately a community. When you are closed, the only people you can talk to 
are around you, then you have a community. Then second was the understanding that we would forever need the world's help. We would need the world to be at our side. Not talking, not communicating doesn't get you anywhere. You need, you learn that socializing is the key, that communicating is the key. Is by saying to someone, listen, I'm not that good at that, doesn't mean that you're a failure. You are just not good at that. You are good at something else. And that something else it might be that this is what the other person you're talking to is not good at. So you have something to swap, to barter. In startup world, that's basic. As a startup, you're always low on resources. And what do you do? You barter. As I say, companies compete, startups unite. So give me your graphic designer, I will give you my uh, UI UX. Give me your programmer, I will give you my, I don't know, HR. It's all the time about swapping. Again, communicating. It doesn't work any other way. So when I get someone to talk to me, and by the way, we Israelis, we love talking in English. I mean, this is a thing for us. When you reach out to us in English, immediately we say, shh, 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 shh. someone speaking in English, I need, to, I need to help. That's a one. A second is that we have learned that by helping someone, that someone will owe us a favor. And we always need someone to assist, especially in startup world. When again, you are low on resources, it's all about favors. And favors is not just something tangible. Giving you money is not a favor. That's a donation. You don't want to be there. This charity. But what you can give is an advice. What you can give is a contact detail. What you can give is an introduction. And when you learn that the energy for that is relatively small, but you can gain a lot by doing it, you do it more and more. So, Stoyan, when you come to Israel and you want to meet me, I'm intrigued. Why me? Mm, weird. Why does he want to meet me? And when someone like you meets me and begins, starts the whole conversation by, by listen, I read about you. You interested me. I saw so many achievements. And I want to be part of your success. I want to tap in just to learn. I don't want to take anything, but I want to take knowledge from you. I want to take your connections. I want you to say simply, call so-and-so and say, I vouch for you. I know who you are. And you know, it's always funny to me. I get so many calls from um, HR people saying, listen, uh, your name was given as a, a person who will recommend the person that applies to our job. Can you please tell me um, what is good, what is bad? I said, excuse me, do you know who you're talking to? Yeah, 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 Tal. I said, do you know who I am? He says, yes, you're the person that will. I said, enough, don't be stupid. Did you take the time to listen, to read, to learn who I am? Mm. No. So why do you count on my uh, recommendation? Why do you care for what I have to say? Tell me. If I were to tell you that the person can recommend me is Elon Musk, would you even call him? No, come on, it's Elon Musk. Good. So I'm the Elon Musk of what I do, and you should have known this. And before you call the next person that will recommend, please know who you're talking to. And then you see them go, really? Never thought about it this way. Which comes to another point, 
perspective. How do you look about things? And the one thing I see many times in startups, number one, and you touched it, you, you meet someone and he asks you what you do. I'm telling you, as you said correctly, he's asking, who are you? But it's sometimes not maybe nice, not a not, mm, little bit embarrassing to say to someone, who are you? So you say, okay, tell me what you do. Don't take it literally. Always start by saying who you are, number one. Number two, as you said correctly, they spit a solution on you. So we do blah, 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 blah. Wait. <laughs> what are you solving? Can you please start by sharing the problem that you're trying to solve? Why? Because all of you, when you turn to me and you say, Tal, I have a question. If I will go to someone to ask for help, to ask for an opinion, then I will tell him my idea and he will steal it from me. So why do you, are you so quick to say what you do? Maybe ask by starting by what you're solving. And if the person says to you, well, it's very nice, but I'm not interested in your problem. Maybe you say bye and you walk away. It's also okay. So makes sense. And you know what's amazing, Stoyan? People listening to us, I would assume at this point, they feel the, the following. I mean, those two guys, are they inside my mind, inside my brain right now, running and seeing everything that I think about? Oh my God, it's psychic. It's crazy. No, we're not. You're just like everyone else, which is amazing to people. Oh, I'm so unique. No, you're not. You're like everyone else to begin with. That's the first thing. So how do we know? How do we know what you think? We just think alike. People are people wherever you go. This is why to this point, of stopping for a second and realizing you need to make sense. I hope that in the in, you will give me like two minutes kind of to give the, you know, the the one on the 101 as we call it, just some practical tips of what people need to do when they approach, when they go to a conference, when they are getting ready for a meeting, when they are inside the meeting, what they do after the meeting, the follow-up, how many events do you and I go and it was an event. It was very nice. There is no day after. There is no plan for the day after. We each go to his country, say bye-bye, see you in the next conference. This is for the conference organizers among us here. Those who are looking for their speakers to make an amazing event and they don't think about the day after. This is for the startups here that think that the only thing that they were made of is to um, made for sorry is to um, raise money no tell me how many startups then did you meet in your life that told you well listen actually the only thing i want from my startup is just to have a place of work where i can take a nice salary home and enjoy my work no they don't think in these terms ask a startup what's your salary what salary in a startup where from how can i take a salary you don't Ask your grandfather when he opened his small business. He said to you, listen, I had to support the family. I had to bring bread to the table. So I opened the business, made a small salary, bought bread. We ate. Startups, they live on air <gasps> and motivation <gasps> and survival mode on fumes. Change. You know how many startups for them, being a startup is a license to go crazy. You know it from experience because all of a sudden this person who came from Cisco, Microsoft, Facebook, Intel, the big names, 
All of a sudden, he doesn't even have a simple plan, a Gantt, a deliverable list. They forget everything in a second. Don't go this way. It's about running a business. Don't be mistaken. It's about taking a salary. It's about bringing uh, a food home. It's not about going crazy, going on a limb. Yes, it's about taking risk and maybe not even a calculated risk. It's about failure. It is okay to fail. We need to say to people, Stoyan, especially in the region that we talk about. It's okay to fail. It doesn't mean that you are a failure. You have tried, you have failed. You will go back on your feet and you will try again. You will succeed. Why? Because this is how it is. Don't ask too much why, but keep on moving. Keep on doing. This is where we want to see you. And I think you will agree that we are mm, very happy to offer our help. You know why I'm saying this, because no one will call anyway. So we are very willing to <laughs> offer our help. But, but even simple stuff, even simple stuff, Tao, like people might be intimidated. They'll say, this, this Tao, what a, what a rock star. If I ask him to come on my podcast, he's probably going to say, no, he's very busy. I'm not going to ask. You know, even those kind of things. But but I'm not gonna go there. Actually, I wanna I wanna go on my go on my Instagram and you see how not serious I am. But it's okay. <laughs> Make sure to reach out, guys, to me to talk to everybody else. Like you'll be amazed. The kind of people that I got to connect because I just reach out, you'll be amazed. But I want to emphasize on something you said, which just to make sure people didn't miss it out. Like you said, so many things. I can I can go in ten different directions now. But but one thing that that you when you were talking about Israel and you said at the beginning we had to rely on ourselves, we got we had to come together. And I think when startups and other brands and companies start building a community, they're always looking outwards, right? We need to build a community. All right, let's let's make events, but but the community start inside. Who who is the community, right? Like going back in history. The community was your tribe, right? Like it's it's the people around you. How about we actually pay more attention about who do we bring to our tribe to begin with? And how do we treat these people? Oh, I'm so busy. We don't have time to, to focus on, on team and culture now. I'm, we're just so busy. Let's let's launch the product. Amazing. Yeah, la launch the product. Focus on the stuff. But who do you bring to your community? H how do you treat the people from your inner circle? Right. Community starts there. I mean, may maybe you can hear you've been building community in so many countries. Do you have any examples, like maybe from your experiences or, or a company, a brand that you saw that they really did it the right way, like building a community of people who want to be a part of it, who want to belong in this community? It's a great question. And that's for the, as you said, we went to so many topics. Each, each of the topics is a podcast by itself, okay? And I think that in, in the spirit of sharing and inviting people to, um, to get involved, I would love, Stoyan, if there would be a way that you can ask our listeners to share, to say, listen, from the topics you've discussed, we would really like to hear more about this topic. And we will indulge them, really. We will open another podcast and we will talk about each and every topic. But I think we need to, to, to tell them, you and I, well, we enjoy talking to one another, but we don't need this. We can take it offline whenever we want. 
This is about us taking from our time and sharing our experience for the benefit of others. I would admit that I love being here. I was actually very excited about being here today, you know, and I love to share and you're the same. But the only way for us to get a feedback that we did well is to get something from the listeners. And what I would like the most is not for you saying, Tal, you were amazing. Believe me, I am amazing. I don't need you to tell me. It's what I think. But I would love to get a feedback. I would like to get topics that we can continue saying, listen, we started today, talk about a lot of things, raised a lot of, as we say, dust in the air. I want to see if we're that good, can we actually motivate people that we don't see them right now to write a topic? Yes, we would love to get a nice comment, you know, a nice feedback, some compliments. It's nice. But we want to be more, more productive here. That's one thing I wanted to say. A second would be to the question that you've asked. So I totally agree with you. It's a tribal thing. It's a commodity, as we say. It's a brotherhood. It's a sisterhood. It's people from the within that connects. Okay? Remember that when you reach out a hand and shake a hand, still there is something inside that makes you do this. And this is what you don't see. We do not have this x-ray vision that I can look into your brain, you can look at mine. I'm here for an interest, you're here for an interest, and then immediately we see the interest, we connect, and after five minutes, we're having coffee. That's not how it works. It's all about this tango, asking one another questions, just to understand why you're here. It's the same for a job interview. It's the same for a date. It's the same for a meeting, for a negotiation. So it's about that, okay? <coughs> Sorry. Just, so, just one thing just one thing to add to that. I can see there's people watching us live. So if you guys are watching us live, why don't you post in the comments what was a topic that really touched you, that was important to you? What, what was something, a key takeaway, something that you want to dig deeper into so we can cover it next time? So don't be shy. Just, just post in the comments what are some things that really stuck with you. Okay? So, Tao, back at you. Yeah. So I, I, we're ending our time. I, I wanted to say really quickly mm, to the point of um, to-do, the to-do list, okay? Have a purpose, have a target, really. You're old enough, take yourself seriously, okay? And get yourself, I don't know, a target a day and do your best to accomplish it, number one. Number two, number two is a lot about, again, you realizing who you are. It's a lot about you understanding your worth and values. You don't give people homework and say, hey, come on, look at me. Ah, you will, you, you will get it. No, you need to market yourself. Socialize, share, engage, show an interest, offer something before you want to take, give something before taking. Take yourself seriously, but take a joke. It's fine. Failure is imperative. It's a milestone. It's a stepping stone going upwards towards success. Don't just look at failure and say, what did I do wrong? Look also on the good and say, why did I succeed? And do more of that. Share. 
I will continue saying about the sharing because when you will go to a person without any reason, but knowing him, looking at him, realizing something and going, you're going to be, you're going to do great today. When you see someone and you know, they're, they're not transparent people engage. When you say a good word, you know, who feels good about it? First of all, you, then the person who listens to you try it out. It is empowering. It's empowering to go to someone and say, wow, you really touched me. You really moved me. I'm so excited. You inspired me. The first person to enjoy it is you because you look at the other person's face and you see you did good. That for me, in essence, is what people should do more of being aware of and to the point of community as you said so correctly it starts from within when you understand your value when you are willing to share when you are willing to give before receiving this is how community starts and it grows so this is from me uh, that's such a great way to wrap up this conversation reminding everybody either listening here on linkedin uh, make sure to post your comment and let us know what really stuck with you. What are the key takeaways? If you listen to the podcast on Apple podcast or Spotify, you know, just find us on LinkedIn, you know, add us. If you, if we're not contacts, just, just say hello and say what was something that really stuck with you and you want to learn more about. But before I wrap up, Tao, I just want to give you the chance to, because I'm sure now a lot of people are thinking this Tao guy is fucking amazing. How can we get him to help us? What do you do these days? I mean, you're a speaker, you're a consultant, you're an advisor. What are the ways that you can you can support people, organizations, startup acceleration programs? So I think the most easiest thing is just to reach out, connect on social. I don't care if it's a Facebook, it's a LinkedIn, it's an Instagram, okay? Connect and then just write something. You can, as you said, you can give a compliment. I would, I'm, I love compliments, okay? to be honest, number one. But okay, you need something, don't write me a long letter. Just reach out and say, listen, I heard you, I'm inspired, I have something, I have a question, I have a query. I need help, I need direction. Ask for something, not how are you? If you do this, I don't answer, okay? Have a question, have something that you think I can help with and then from there, it's very short. As you said, pick up a phone, connect with me on the WhatsApp. By the way, if you connect on LinkedIn, my phone number is there. It's not hidden. It's very, it's very out there. Write me a WhatsApp. Say you want help. Let's have a call. It's as simple as that. Okay. I do events. I do conferences. I do moderation. I do bar mitzvah and weddings. Whatever you need. I'm for hire. Okay. So call me. <laughs> Yeah, and for the event producers out there, I experienced uh, Tao live in Slovakia. He, he smashed it. He smashed it. The, the, the keynote was not just not just so meaningful in terms of the content, but the way he delivers, he provokes you and he, he gets you to, to really think and leaves you with this kind of energy. So I highly recommend you to check out uh, him on YouTube first, you know, connect with him and, and eventually get him on board because he's going to smash it. He's going to inspire your audience and leave them in a lot of food for thought. So, hey, if everybody, I, make sure to connect with Tao. 
Yeah, if I just, I have a website, of course, talkatran.com. All my details are there. You press the WhatsApp, I'm talking to you. It's that simple. <laughs> keep it simple, guys. Keep it simple. And to keep it simple, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with one person that will get value from it. And of course, uh, feel free to subscribe to Productivity Mastery on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, where we bring you exceptional people like Tao. We have conversations. Hopefully, we deliver some value to you as well. So have an amazing day, everybody. And let's keep performing. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe to my monthly newsletter by visiting stoyaniankov.com and also learn about the Perform methodology and the Perform book, as well as our various personal and team coaching offers. Stay tuned and keep performing.